good evening and happy hump day. This is Heather with the In the Thick podcast and talk show. And tonight we are joined by the lovely, audacious T. Hey, Hi, y'all. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yes. Yes. So uh, as we were saying last week, T just celebrated her 41st birthday, and we just had a ball of a time over the weekend. Yay. It was truly, truly a good time. It was so beautiful Mm -hmm. to see so many people that love you all together. Oh, thank you. And I'm so glad that you made it also. Made my life complete. Oh, oh, <laughs> you see, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not crying. I'm not, not going to do this with y'all. <laughs> I know. It, it was really so beautiful, and, and you made such a wonderful thank you speech at the end. It was really <laughs> heartfelt. So uh, I am glad that it, it was it was a nice nice turnout, but it was also kind of incident, um, which mm-hmm. was great. So it wasn't like a huge turn up, you know. We right. About it. Literally the closest, yes, literally the closest people around me, like nobody random and stuff like that. And even my one friend, Rolanda, that we, her and I have been friends since we were 14. But, you know, in typical fashion, after you finish high school, you know, you go to college, you separate, but then you're Facebook friends, but you, you know, kind of hang out every now and again. So when she told me she was coming, I was like, hmm, Okay. And when she actually showed up, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was even surprised that you got it, you know, got yourself together and made it out. So, I mean, you know. Right. Right. I know. My situation. Right. Got your situation situated for that night. So it was, it definitely made me love and appreciate y'all even more. Like, because it was a a long car ride for everybody, you know, and stuff like that. So definitely, I'm still, I'm still reeling from it. (laughs) Well, it it was worth it. Absolutely. And that's how I feel too. And I was having this conversation with someone recently is when you care for someone, Sometimes we got to get over distance. Yeah, you know agree. Like I distance, agree. Distance can't always be the determining factor True. when it comes to us showing up for people. And we've all been through that. So we've all been like, oh, I don't feel like making that dry or, right. you know, I've worked all week. You know, we get every excuse in the book. And True. at the end Very of the guilty. day, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know what, these are our people. So why right. can't we show up for them? You know, so I have I, I used to do that all the time and, and over the past few years I've gotten a lot better and have decided that I am not going to be that person to do it. Now, everybody has extenuating circumstances that come up from time to time that just prevent you from making an event. But sure. all the time that's something right. You have motivated me. I am going to implement this plan. You are right. This oh. then shouldn't oh. be a thing. Oh. You're right. You're right. It's not, I'll give not you this all one. the time. Not yeah. all, this one. Thank Agreed. you. Thank you. But not all the time. Like sometimes, <laughs> yeah, for sure, because we're all busy. We all have our lifestyles. We have families right. and all of that. And we yeah. just don't have the time to sit in the car more than we already do Monday through Friday. I was going to say more than the usual amount. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to certain 
certain things, yeah, we have to start, we, we got to start going outside of ourselves and saying, you know what, I'm going to sacrifice this time for this person because that's how much mm-hmm. they mean to me. Totally agree. Couldn't have said it better. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, let, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a um, a tidbit from Heather's moment. No, right. <laughs> anyway, um, we are going to also send some love tonight to our dear sweet Fallon. She is under the weather. Oh, and Sally so, Fallon. Yeah, yeah. Fallon's under the weather. She did call me to prove to me because she knows how I act. <laughs> she called to prove her illness to me. Right. So, She's got a doctor's so, note. Exactly. So I'm able to vouch for her illness and with this weather change. And and she said when we talked, she was like, cousin love, I think that I was dressed a little scantily clad uh, (laughs) over the weekend. Ah, And ah, that probably led to me not doing well today. Right, right. I would not (laughs) doubt that on any level, I'm sure. I'm sure. So she was out there showing some skin, and now she's paying oh, for yeah. it today. But, you know. Showing skin and shaking herself, I love. Right, <laughs> right. Anyway, anyway, we have a pretty great show tonight. And I, I, I will say, and I'm, I'm probably biased, right, that I feel like we always have great shows. But I yeah. feel like our topics get better and better each time. Yes, totally right? agree. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to kick this one off, and I'm going to ca- talk about Caucasity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, caucasity, simply put, excuse me, is just the audacity of white people. Mm. Period. The whole audacity. Right. Period. <laughs> is the audacity of white people. You know, and I can safely say that it's not all white people. Right. Only because Definitely the na- generalized. The, the, it, we're not, we're not. And the neighborhood that I grew up in was predominantly white when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I probably, I think that there were like three black families, probably including on y'all, in, including us. Wow. Probably within like a mile, there's probably Jesus. three black families. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe four, if I'm being, like, generous. Um, Mm. And, again, like I said, I can safely say that it's not all white people. You said we're definitely not generalizing, but it is Mm. a vast majority. And I'm also not going to be ignorant. And I've dealt with enough situations to know that it is a vast majority of white people. And I did have a conversation about this with someone not too long Mm. ago, and they said, well, they don't know any better. They're Mm. ignorant. And I said, no, I'm not buying that. I said, in this Mm. day and age, they know exactly what they're doing. Mm. Now, are we talking about, oh, no, I was going to say, go ahead, because you're probably about to answer what I was going to ask, so go. (laughs) Well, well, caucasity and white privilege is one of the same. Absolutely. That was definitely my question. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's one and the same. It, it's it's definitely paralleled. Uh, there aren't too many differences. Um, okay. And the thing is, they get away with doing this because of the color of their skin. So I sit back and think about all the things that they do. Would I be able to get away with it? 
Right. Which is why they're so comfortable with cultural appropriation. Agree. Case in point, there is a viral video going around of a man who was uh, killed two people and a child. Um, Not sure how accurate those numbers are, but he killed someone, and the police were called. It's literally a video of this man running around naked for like an hour from the police. Like he's run from the police. He's done a lot. He's just literally got them running in circles, and Mm -hmm. he's still alive to tell the story. Now, you know, if that's not an example, if white people, white folks, if you ever need an example of what privilege or even showing the caucasity of a situation, it is this right here. Yep. Because Absolutely. anybody of color wouldn't have made it five steps on the other side of the vehicle before they were killed. This right. fool oh, literally no. ran around. <laughs> literally, he ran around naked. Let me just keep emphasizing the fact that not only was he running around, he's also running around naked for over an hour by armed, not even one cop, not two, several armed police mm-hmm. officers. Mm-hmm. Insane. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Insane. And then chased, chased one of the cops. Yes. And the cops yeah. started running. And so they didn't want to bend. Yeah, they didn't want to be bothered, probably because he was naked. But how and, and what on what planet does anyone of color get to get away with any of that? So Never. I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna chase you. Oh, okay. Never. Let me know how that works Never. out. Never. And, exactly. and both T, both T and I have friends that are white. So it's not like we're sitting here saying that, you know, we don't like all of you guys and that um, we totally wish that you guys would just go back to where you came from, like you guys have said to us. Anyway, I digress. Um, What we're we're (laughs) saying is that you guys get to do things that we don't get to do. And I have some examples of caucasity that I'd like to share. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the first example of caucasity is white slave owners. Mm. They are the biggest examples of caucasity. Absolutely. Because, because <laughs> they mm. rape, raped our women, mm. right? They, in front of our men. Right. Right? Mm. Okay. Okay, they used our children and treated them as animals, hmm. and they took all the credit, everything that we ever did, even for discovering this wonderful country. <laughs> anyway, took the credit from that. Okay. Sorry, there are exactly. people already here, Egg. but I digress. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Second example of caucasity is Rachel Dolezal. Now, that's a fool. That is a fool. But how many years did she do this? But she's an example of that and the cultural misrepresentation. Like, she's, yeah. she's just a lot of situations. <laughs> you, you can't and even pinpoint probably, her under one umbrella. She's, it probably mm-hmm. all leads to mental illness. Totally. <laughs> Seriously. But again, that's another shoe. Uh, third example <laughs> is Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Oh, my God. They are definite examples of caucasity. 
Oh, my gosh. You paid $500,000 plus to get your children into a university that they could have never gotten into on their own. Right. One of which the kid wasn't even interested in going to school. She was like, I don't even know why my mom did all of this. Like, I didn't want to go there. Right. Now your mom's in jail. Right. And she was so upfront and honest about it. But Exactly. hmm. Exactly. Right. (sighs) The next example is white people who call the police on black people for no reason. (laughs) That's the examples of caucasity. Yes, indeed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry this child would like to have a lemonade stand. Right, right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry this man we was want trying a barbecue to open the in door the park. to his own business. Right. I'm sorry I wanted to go to the bathroom while I was at Starbucks waiting on my friend to arrive. Whoa. <laughs> right, right. Girl. Okay. Yeah. Next one is white people who tell me that I speak so clearly. Ma'am, <laughs> what am I supposed to sound like? Everything but proper. <laughs> it's literally like shock and awe. Like they can't get over it. And then I've had some even compliment. You're so well spoken. Really? What did you think I was going to sound like when I opened my mouth? That concerns me. You know, so, I'm going to start saying yeah. it to them. You are so well spoken. And see if they don't feel like what? Right, exactly. Like what do you mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> Another example of caucasity, and this is an article that I saw today on Facebook, and it made me want to talk about it during the show, is mm-hmm. white people who won't move over on the sidewalk. Mm. We're just going to play a game of chicken because I'm not moving. And, and I think something deep in my subconscious, but not really, it's also in the forefront, will not. I do it on purpose, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to say it. I'm going to call a thing a thing. I'm not moving. So we either just going right. to play chicken and see who's going to move first, but I'm not moving. So it's going to be you. It's going to be you. I'm, or we just going to bump into each other. <laughs> right. And then you're going to move because you don't want to touch me. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not moving. Yeah. Sorry. My yeah. ancestors told me not to. <laughs> they say exactly. And then they looked at us. They got real close in our faces. And they said they would whoop us if we did. Exactly. So, Boom. <laughs> so, so we cannot. And right. my, last, my last example of caucasity, certainly not least but last, is number 45, Donald Trump. Oh, child. Did, did she yawn? Audience. Oh, my God. She yawned. So many things, so many things that I don't even want to give him any type of energy on our lovely show. But Mm -hmm. that is the supreme Mm -hmm. being, the forefather of carcassity, if you will. (laughs) Ridiculous. the forefather. Oh, my God, that's the forefather. Yeah, so so I just wanted to talk about that because – you know, although it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek for us and we're making some mm-hmm. jokes, it really is very hurtful. It is. You know, and it's definitely it a thing. It, it, it's so a thing, and it's a thing that is not going to go away. And okay. it's not okay. Caucasity on any level, any shape or form is not okay. It's not, you know, it's like they've been getting away away with it for so many years. And, again, we are not here bashing anyone. We have friends of 
all races, backgrounds, beliefs, literally race, whatever. But at the same time, it's something that we can't sweep under the rug. And it's something and you know that what? so many people, they don't want to talk about it. Right. And that's, that's what I was going to say. I would challenge all of our white people, all of our white friends, all of our white listeners, I would challenge you to think about certain situations, like when you're about to do something or when you're about to, you know, maybe say something. Think about if I was a different race, if I was black, if I was Hispanic, would this be okay? Would I actually be doing this? Would I get away with this? And then you can kind of dig into it yourself and you can see how much white privilege comes into play. Think about some shit, uh, some things you did in college, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, because I definitely mm-hmm. was taking it there, you know, things from mm-hmm. college or things like that, you know. So just I would challenge you to think about if I was another race, would I be able to get away with this? Exactly. And this is not even really about, like, colorism, you know. Definitely. Uh, we talked about colorism, you know, a couple of months ago. It's not about that, you know, because even within our race, you could be the lightest of the light black person, and you're mm-hmm. still going to experience caucasity from white people. All right. You're still Agree. going to. It's very, Absolutely. very bad. You know, even even like the far, you know, western suburbs where we live, mm-hmm. please, it's mm. constant. It's constant. Mm. That's crazy. And, and they just don't understand half the time that it's wrong. They know that they're doing it, but they think that it's okay, and that's why it's called caucasity because exactly. they have the audacity. Anywho, mm. moving on, <laughs> moving on, yes. So, T, you, so I promise you when I read the title of this next topic, I started laughing <laughs> because it had multiple words. And I know right. that it came from a situation. Something must have happened to trigger you. <laughs> to want to talk about how your diet has nothing to do with the whoever, I don't know, just you, you go, you right. go, because I know I'm going to try it, so go, go. Well, the thing is, is that I just kind of feel like, you know, in this day and age, one of the reasons that I don't necessarily, well, it's a few reasons, but one reason that I don't participate in potlucks is because everybody has all these different dietary restrictions, and some people are vegetarian, some are vegan, some are pescatarian, some are just regular old meat eaters, some are keto-friendly, you know, and things like that. So, um, and shout-out to everyone, you know, on a, a healthy journey with food and with your weight, you know, more power to you as far as that's concerned. However, comma, my topic, and I'm just going to use the language because I almost mm-hmm. did earlier. Anyway, your mm-hmm. diet don't have shit to do with me. Ooh. Now, the reason that I state that is because you can be vegan, you can be vegetarian, you can be pescatarian, you can be whatever it is that you want. But when you become the food police, I have a problem with that. And so, you know, it was a lot of us at dinner um, literally – 15 of us at the dinner table um, over the weekend. And I just thought it was so amazing, so dope. Nobody was the food police. Like, everybody just ordered whatever they were having, and it was fine. Just shows, shout out to my crew because, you know, y'all are awesome for that. However, going to lunch with my coworkers, 
completely different thing. First of all, that's something that I don't typically do. But you know, everybody wants to be like, hey, I was surprised. You, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, you know. But every, you know, they were trying to be friendly and be welcoming and all of this good stuff. So I'm like, okay, fine. The amount of trouble that it takes some of these people to order because of their dietary restrictions is insane. Again, your tummy, your choice. No judgment. However, what you can't do is when I order my uh, shrimp and pad thai noodles with extra onions and things along those lines, don't look at me like a lunatic because I ask to add chicken to it as well. Like whatever I'm eating that's going into my system, leave that alone. Be okay with that. Just worry about you and your tummy. That's it. That's it. I don't understand how people can have something to say about what it is that you're eating. I guess, like, the only thing for me is Mm -hmm. if someone has a a severe allergy, like like I have food allergies, but my allergies are not so severe to whereas, let's say you ordered raw tomatoes in your salad. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to raw tomatoes. But guess what? If you order them in your salad, it's not going to affect me. Right. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. I'll be fine. I won't touch your salad. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. I just don't understand that. Yeah. My point exactly. And my thing is, is that I just don't understand. Like, it feels super judgy, you know, and to me it makes me question if I even really want to continue any type of relationship with you, honestly, because this just becomes too much. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not friendly. It's not cute. I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Wow. So you were questioned for ordering whatever you wanted in your pad thai. Oh, not me. No, I wasn't questioned because, you know, that's not happening. Um, Right, right. You know, but I just. I just, you know, because they're more familiar with each other, I just saw the judgy oh, eyes and, you know, okay, the little small gotcha. commentary. Oh, no, you know, ah, who's going to say something to me? Okay, uh, that's true. That's true. Who's going to check it? Okay. <laughs> right, exactly, right. you know. So, um, but it was, it was that side of the coin, which I thought was super mm-hmm. weird. And I'm just, like, listening to two grown women explain themselves for why they ordered something in particular. Oh, Never saw Never. anything like it. I was like, what Never. is, you know how you feel like you're outside of your body watching something mm-hmm. happen? I couldn't believe, I'm like, what am I watching? Like, what? It was insane, literally insane. Yeah, we don't do that around these parts. No, yeah, no, and no. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is very frustrating. It's almost like, okay, so my oldest daughter likes to eat <laughs> likes to dip her pizza in barbecue sauce. Now, I think it's weird. Wow. That's interesting. Thank you. I think it's very Mm. weird. At first, I used to say, why are you doing that? Please do not do that. But then she was (laughs) like, but mom, but I like it. You were so stressed out. (laughs) Right. Please, that that is so disgusting. Please do not do that. But she's like, but mom, I like it. I like it. There's nothing wrong with it. And I'm like, you know what? There is nothing wrong with it. Right. Her time you heard that, but that's, enjoy. That's exactly, exactly <laughs> it. Now, if, if some people dip their pizza in ranch dressing, some people I've, dip their pizza. I've heard that. Right? Some people dip their pizza in extra marinara sauce. Whatever yep, or hot sauce. Do, or hot, well, now, see, I will throw some hot sauce on pizza in a minute. Really? 
Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. But not, but not disclaimer, not pizza that I've ordered. But if it's like a frozen pizza, like a home run, okay, give it a little extra from like the store. Mm. Then I, then I, then I'll kick it up a notch with some hot sauce. Gotcha. But if it's like Rosati's or Giordano's or one of these other places that we order from, then absolutely right. not. Then I'm not putting okay. any hot sauce on it. But gotcha. you know, and then I had to realize she's her own person. She's not yeah. hurting herself or anybody else. So I think mm-hmm. that people, they really do need to think about that. Like, what does that have to do with you? How? How? Thank you. Thank you. My point. You get me. Wow. You get me. I totally, <laughs> I totally do. Now, it's almost like, like, you know, my mother, you know, when I was growing up, you know, cooking chitlins and me not wanting mm. to be in the house. And it's right. like, okay, me not wanting to be there. She was like, okay, I'm still going to eat them. I'm still right. going to cook them. You can either so be, be okay. here or not, right. you know. So when I got older and when I used to go back and visit her and I knew she was cooking them, I'd say, you know what, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Well, I'm seeing you put not just hot sauce but mustard on your chitlins. I'm oh, so fine. God. Oh, I'm no. so fine. I'm so fine without that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, that was very interesting. That was very interesting. Now, I want to go into emotional freedom. Oh. With, Heavy with, head Riveting, right? Right. Right. Riveting. riveting. And I'm not going to get too, I'm not going to get too heavy with it. But I do think that this is something that we definitely do need to discuss, and I think it's something that is not discussed, right? It's not discussed enough, and I think Mm -hmm. the problem, the reason why people don't discuss emotional freedom is because so many of us are emotionally bound. Agree. You know, we live lives where we are constantly guilted, shamed, it creates anxiety that we didn't even know that we had. It's just so many things occur on a day-to-day basis that we're like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, mm-hmm. what, what just occurred mm-hmm. here? And so yeah. I started thinking about emotional freedom, and I've been having numerous conversations with people lately. And what I realized yesterday is that these conversations aren't just for them, these conversations are for me too. Mm. Do tell. How you like that? How you like that? Right. Right. I know. So, I'm here for so it. In, so, and people telling me about their issues, and I'm giving them. Okay, well, this is what Heather would do. Mm. I never tell anybody. Well, well, I would do, or, or you, you should do this. You should do that. I only say what I would do if I were exactly. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. they choose to do it. Great. If not, still great. You're still my person. Right. You know. But in these conversations, I've realized that <laughs> the main thing that I've been telling them is to live their truth. Yes. 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 Whatever. Yes. Whatever their truth is, they need to live it. I agree. I agree. One hundred percent. Whatever I think people spend is. a lot of time trying not to live in their truth, and that's part of the problem while you're emotionally strained and bound. You know, you have to, and I've said this before, you have to get to the bottom, bottom line, rock bottom of who you are. And then, you know me, also I've said before, I'm an advocate 
have an unbiased third party talk with you. Go to therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you only go just one time. You know, because you'll be surprised how these emotional situations will put a strain and it'll start to show up and affect you in all aspects of your life. And then you think it's, you'll, you'll think it's, oh, well, you know, it's because of this. No, it's because you need to emotionally free yourself from a lot of things. The first thing is I think we have to learn how to forgive ourselves for mistakes and for the past and things like that. Not to say that everything is okay, but it is okay. It's okay to move forward and not be stuck in that place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And just because you have done something that maybe you're not proud of, because we all have. I mean, if there's no one out here that can say that everything in their life has been roses, if they do, then they're a lie. Even those with white privilege, everything hasn't been always peachy king. Everybody goes through something. Everybody. Exactly. I don't care where you are financially. Everybody goes through something. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the and the people who can say that they are emotionally bound. That's the right there. That they're emotionally bound because they Absolutely. can't see. They can't. Mm. See. They're not, they're, not, they're not connecting with reality. Yeah. That is a big issue. We are not willing to connect with reality. Agree. We definitely not, agree. We, we, are, we are so busy trying to please those around us. Mm. We are so busy with thinking that we are. And, and, the, and the reason why I say pleasing those around us, and it's really not that we that all of us are out here shucking and jiving or, you know, um, you know, putting on a dog and pony show. A lot of times right. we don't know that that's what we're doing. Agree. Agree. We're trying to mask something, which in turn is us being a people pleaser. Hello. Welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, yeah, that was... <laughs> That was definitely me years or for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I just, you know, I just did what I was supposed to do, and I, I was who everybody else wanted me to be. You know, dying on the inside because I'm doing these things and you know participating in things that I didn't. You know, I didn't enjoy. I don't want to be here. You know, I don't want to pretend like I like these people. You know, and stuff like that. But, you know, I will just say that it's a wonderful thing to be able to live in your truth. I don't know how I was getting through life before, honestly. You I don't. You, you it, were, I was existing. I know I that just you were. Making you were existing. Just making it. You were it. existing. Right. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. not, you were not, survi- you were just surviving. You weren't thriving. And I've been seeing that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Stop surviving mm-hmm. and start thriving. And, again, exactly. preaching to the choir. You know, and I, and I always say to people, like, I'm not telling you things that I haven't thought of or things that I won't do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it is it is very freeing when you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to react in this way to this situation anymore. I'm mm-hmm. going to walk away from this thing because all it's going to do is hurt myself and everybody around me. Agree. You become a better parent. Yeah. Which is so vital. You don't realize the damage that you can do to your children mm-hmm. by you generational curses. Free, by yes, you that's a whole nother show. Yes, right. Agree. Absolutely. Agree. 
yeah. because they are feeding off of everything. They may not say it, mm. but they're looking and they're reacting. Yeah. So if you're not going to do it for anybody else, do it for them. Boom. Preach, preach that. You know, know, it's just something that's really been weighing on me lately. And I said, you know Mm. what, it is time to get free. Mm. They can like it. They cannot like it. If you do come along for the journey, if you don't, I'll leave you right here. It's okay. Right. Get with it or get lost. (laughs) You are not going to manipulate me. Because people will do that without you knowing that that's what they're doing. You're not going to spiritually manipulate me. You're mm. not going to emotionally manipulate me. You're not going mm. to guilt me. Yeah. And that that's difficult. That's difficult for people to 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 even say. You know what's even more difficult when you start to recognize it in people that you care about, and you're just yeah. like wait a minute, when you start to realize it and see it, and you have to literally call a thing a thing with somebody that you, you know, care about a lot, that right, is when you know you've made it. When you can see it, you can recognize it, and you're okay to call somebody out about it. Don't have to be mean, you know, and stuff like that, but I think once we realize that our health is important, our health physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even financially our health in all of those categories is number one. We can't be anything for anybody else unless we have all of those things in order. Exactly. And to my Christian brothers and sisters, <laughs> I must tell you, I have to tell you, Uh-oh. that you guys, are, you guys are some of the worst there is when it comes to this. Yes. Really, really unfortunate to my super saints, my super saints mm. out here. You need to stop. Judgment city. You cannot. You cannot. I always tell people, well, you don't have a heaven or hell to put me under. Or exactly. Me. You don't have a heaven or hell to put me into. So, right. so despite what you think, despite mm. the false doctrine that you're trying to put off on me. Right. I am okay with my creator. Mm. Say that. And, you know, those super Christians and, you know, the the saints squared, you know, those types of people are reasons that a lot of people are uncomfortable with going to church, self-included. You know, um, you feel very, like, you know, as a single mom, you know, when I first – um, parted ways with Tutu's dad, you know, I was still very much going to church. But um, this little older lady, she she asked me, and Tutu was in tow. You know, I always brought her with me. And she's like, you know, you've been coming for the past couple of Sundays because, you know, I hadn't joined. I was just trying to get a feel of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, and I see you with this baby. Is that your sister? I'm like, no, this is my daughter, you know. And she's an older lady, so our older people always talk to me anyway, so no big deal. So she goes, well, I don't see a ring on your finger. Uh, and I, uh, well, um, ma'am, sister, motherboard member, I am no right. longer with her dad. Mm. All right, then. You know, and that, like, this is not even in the parking lot. 
I'm trying to get out of the row and get out of the door, and that's how I was approached. So I will say, and being 100% honest, that experience had a lot to do with me not being a regular Sunday morning member. Never changed my faith, never, ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. But that definitely made me not want to interact with the quote-unquote saints anymore. Right. I will say that. Right. Yeah. I've heard that. You know, I've heard that from other people. I did know a girl um, maybe like a couple years ago. She had said the same thing because she mm-hmm. was looking for a new church home, and I was just telling her about, oh, what about this place? Or why don't you try this place? What about this place? And mm-hmm. she was like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'll think about that place. But this particular place you mentioned they made me feel guilty because I'm a single mom. Yeah. And my heart went out to her because those same people making you feel guilty about being a single mother, they could have issues at home with their spouse and nobody ever know about it. Exactly. You know, they could have, they, they could, you know, be desiring children, be so nasty mm-hmm. to everybody else who has them, you know. So right. it's just it, it's just really unfortunate that, again, we talk about caucasity, but we have the audacity to treat people right, that right. way. Like, we just, mm. we, we, we can't. And, again, like I said, it was so important for me to mention emotional freedom because I myself have been emotionally bound in situations, and I said no more, mm. no, mm. no more. No more. Come on, freedom. Lord, Lord whatever, you got your freedom, whatever, you have, what, whatever you have to do, mm. I'll walk through that. But Come this, on. I cannot. This, I cannot. Mm. I will not. You know? So I just wanted to share that. You know, I, my, 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 my thing is like being transparent, you know? And mm-hmm. hopefully, through like my transparency, then it'll help somebody else quickly. Absolutely. Yay. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I know that was like kind of a heavy topic. We we didn't think it was going to be heavy, but it ended up being kind of heavy. I don't so, think it was heavy. I think it was informative, so? and hopefully okay. we helped oh. someone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not heavy, <laughs> but informative. And yes. our last topic of the night. So we love to talk about thinking it through. Thinking it through is such a great segment. And typically in our thinking it through uh, section, we talk about pretty much everything that has to do with relationships, the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, mm-hmm. So this segment tonight, T is going to take the lead on it, and we are going to talk about celibacy. Or saving yourself. <laughs> I can't even. Saving yourself. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Right. And it definitely is. So, yes. <laughs> I can't even segue from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So in keeping with our transparency, um, Heather just um, opened up and was super transparent. So I thought about this. I've been struggling with if I wanted to even share it because it was a very personal journey for me and things like that. But just like Heather just said, I feel like I, by me being transparent and by me sharing, and you guys, if you've been listening throughout season one, you know that he is always going to keep it a buck. Buck equals 100, as my nephew just recently shared with me. I like this term, keeping it a buck. So, so, um, so, so nobody knew that. Wait, wait. So, <laughs> let me be quiet. You go ahead. Right, right. I'm like, okay, it works. It works. So, um, T 
he has been celibate. Tomorrow is my 60th day. So um, a lot, <laughs> I know, right? I thought it was going to be much harder than what, um, what, it, what it has been. But actually, I think because I'm doing it with purpose and I'm doing it on purpose, see what I did there? Boom, coming in hot. So um, I think that it's been easy for me. Um, you know, no secret, you know, I, um, at the beginning, at the top of the year, parted ways with my um, second husband and stuff like that. And so I think that you have to, if you want different results, you have to do something different. You know, I think we had a, a conversation, uh, one of the shows when we had um, – I can't call his name. Well, we have the um, gentleman on. Antonio. I wanted to say Antoine. I knew that was mm-hmm. wrong. Okay. Antonio on, you know, we talked about our H-E-A-U-X phase, you know, that I had um, up on separating from my first husband, from Tutu's dad. And, you know, been there, done that. You know, so this time around, I said, you know, I don't want to go through that again, not interested, nor do I have the time, energy, or effort. I was much younger back then. I'm not interested in that, not necessarily even interested in, like, getting a boyfriend right away and, you know, doing all of that. I don't mind good company, you know, but I'm definitely not into the multiple situations with multiple people, you know. So um, it was a very conscious decision that I made, and I think that just, I'm not saying you got to do it as long as I have, um, you know, but I think it's something that I think every woman should try for whatever amount of time. You know, if you, even if you want to give yourself a week or you want to give yourself two weeks, when I tell you the amount of clarity that I, so I've been doing it twofold. I've been doing that. Well, not doing it. <laughs> and um, also writing, <laughs> and, and writing in my journal. So I have a journal um, that I got from Queen of Fua's um, website that I love, 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 because it's definitely geared toward holistic healing, healing your heart, healing your body, healing your mind and your spirit. Um, so I really love that. And, I mean, who doesn't love anything from Queen of Fua? You know, so um, definitely – We'll recommend it. I think it's good on a lot of different levels. You really get to, you know, get in touch with yourself, not literally, uh, but maybe literally if that's what you need to do, you know. Uh, (laughs) But um, it's been very, very, very cleansing. I feel lovely. Definitely feel lovely. (laughs) I like that. I I, I do want to say that in my mind, I know that you mentioned that, you know, you you have made it to your 60-day mark in your journey, and you're saying, well, you know, you don't have to do it as long as me. You can do it a week. You can do it two weeks. But I feel like in order Mm -hmm. to gain something, right, Mm -hmm. in order to receive wisdom, you do need to do it for that time or longer in my Mm -hmm. book. I, I feel like that's necessary because if you're only taking one week off, that's just because you were tired after work. You know what right. I mean? Like, you right, may have been right. on your period, you know, right, TV, right. you know, heavily working out. You know what I mean? Like, there could be many right. reasons as to why you're True. taking a week or two off. But I do right. feel like if you are taking time, real time, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, it takes 21 days to break a habit. True. Right? Very true. So after that 21st day, that's when you really start seeing some results. 
Right. That's even, that's even in working out and working out. You're not going to receive see results in the first week or two. True. Do it Very consistently true. for three to four weeks and you're going to start seeing little changes. You know, and I think mm-hmm. the thing that we have to remember, and I'm not trying to be preachy when I say this, but, you know, not saying that I've lived a life of perfection because I have not, uh, but I will say that in having the multiple partners, Mm-hmm. That is when that soul tie is created. I don't care what anybody Thank says. You. Soul it, oh, ties no. are real. Soul it's a thing. It's ties a thing. are real. When so. you exchange, when mm-hmm. you, when you have a sexual encounter, you mm-hmm. are exchanging energy, vibrations, and yep. soul ties with whoever that yep. person is. Absolutely. So imagine if you don't even really and and this is a lot of the reason that made me actually think about this. I didn't even really like him that much. You know, I mean, he was cool, you know, and things like that. But I'm just like, how much more am I going to deal with this? Exactly. How much more am I going to endure this? You know, and I mean, not to say that it was God awful on that level, but it just wasn't what I really wanted. But it was something and someone to be doing at that time. Does that make sense? Right. Exactly. Exactly. It was something to do. It was, mm-hmm. it was something to do. And, yep. you know, that is why, and of course I'm not going to share, but that's why when, when the decision was made for it to no longer be a thing, you were perfectly fine with that. So fine. So fine. No love Never loss. been so no fine. Sweat. Right. No, no Literally We just, were, like, making plans okay. to do something else. Like, okay, right. And. <laughs> right. Within the next 15 minutes, you was like, hmm, okay, great. So what's happening? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you know, you know, and so that in and of itself is growth, you know. So mm-hmm. for any for any of you listeners who, if you have anything to say about it, if you want to connect with us and you have any questions about this, again, soul ties are a thing. So before yeah. you want to go jumping from pillar to post, that's something that you really need to think about. Not only mm-hmm. that, and I always say if you're a parent, Hmm. We have to know how to do better for our children. Yeah, let's stop breaking these generational curses because it is a real thing. And that's a whole nother show, a whole nother topic, you know, but um, in your spare time, you know, do a little bit of research and, you know, and you can recognize it throughout your family. So definitely a different show, a different topic and something that we'll get to, but it's a thing. It is a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's something that, will break us down. Mm. It's something that after so many years, we really don't know. You know, we're just living life and doing our thing, and we start to uh-huh. Because Because Grandma did it. Yeah, right. yeah, because Grandma did, did it. Well, da- my daddy always did it this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and indeed. again, in speaking freedom, you want to be free. So I am going to congratulate you on your journey. Thank you. And I will say however long this needs to take, then mm-hmm. you take your time. Thank until you. Until you feel like you're in a position, spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever it is, what, whatever God is doing with you right now, let him do exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Let him do it. Yes, yes, yes. Let him yes. do it. Don't Absolutely. stand in the way. And we always want to stand in the way because of mm. 
what we have going on in our mind. Don't right. Well, we got Right. Right. Just mm-hmm. let that thing happen, and you'll see yes. however long it takes you, it'll be like nothing at the end of it. Like, oh, it took this long? Right. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I'm here for it. I like that. Thank you. I, I, def- thank you, I definitely thank you. like that, and I think that more people need to take a page out of your book, honestly. I really mm-hmm. do. I really Thank truly you. do because I feel like they would be able to hear much better, just like you said. You mm-hmm. got clarity. You were able to hear. There was something that was blocking you from something else. Yes. And like I told you recently regarding another situation, I said that I noticed the shift. Yeah, definitely, definitely did. And see, I didn't even know that that's what you were on at the time. Right. I didn't even know that you were on. You were just, you know, in the, in the background, you know. Right. Just, just doing whatever you need to do. But you know what? That's always the best thing to do. People, it's best to stay in the background with things because you don't want yes. it to fall in the wrong person's ears. Exactly, exactly. And I've learned that, you know, and I, like I said, I've been debating, I've been debating about a few things if I wanted to share or not, because, you know, you just be skeptical to share things because you don't know how people are going to react. You don't know what kind of energy is going to get back to you, you know, and stuff like that. But my hope is that, you know, somebody can take tidbits from everything that we all talk about, me, you, and Fowl the same, you know, and know that we are being transparent and that, you know, whatever is happening, you can get through it. You know, you just got to think it through. Absolutely. Well, we thank you for that. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. That was heartfelt. And, you know, it takes courage. It takes courage to be able to share, not really with people that you don't know, but with people that you do know. Yep. Definitely. You know, but on that note, we are going to be wrapping up. We actually have some really exciting things on the horizon for the In the Fig podcast and talk show. We are going to be interviewing some great people coming up shortly, and we also have a surprise for everyone. I'm not going to reveal the goods yet, but it's something that we've wanted to do, and it's actually happening. So yay Yay. for us. And yay God. And yay God. because, (laughs) Because this is a situation that we knew once we heard about it, we knew that it was perfect and it was perfect for us. Absolutely. Very happy about that. We are going Mm -hmm. to wrap tonight, and you can find the In the Thick, T-H-A, because it's ethnic according to T, the Mm -hmm. In the Thick podcast and talk show. You can find us on Instagram at In the Thick underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at In the Thick. Our website is www.inthethick.com, and our email address is chat at inthethick.com. We are going to let you guys go. You guys have a wonderful night, a wonderful rest of your week. Enjoy these fall temperatures. Right? I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm waiting for fall to come right on in. I'm here for it. And we're off Monday. You know, if, if you're off Monday, we got a long weekend coming ahead. So, Yay. And happy first day back to school to all of the Chicago public school children. Y'all keep these babies safe. They go back on Tuesday, and we don't record again until later on next week. So definitely want to send out lots of love, hugs, peace, and blessings to all of our kids in the Chicago public school systems that are headed back to school Tuesday. 
Yes, and all of our teachers, too, because they're yes. important as well. Yeah, They're important as well. Um, we don't give enough love to our teachers, especially now. T, T and I live in the suburbs, but, you know, we both grew up in Chicago, didn't go yes. to Chicago public schools, but we knew a lot of people who did go to Chicago public schools. These teachers okay. have a bad. They do. Yeah, they have a bad. They, do. they they don't have enough money to. Right. Uh, they pay out of the their own pockets. Exactly yeah. for their classrooms, and yeah. sometimes they're buying clothes and winter hats and gloves, and literally scarves, and, yeah. and buying the kids lunches and breakfast. So, yeah, Chicago public school teachers. We love you, and we should do something we nice for them. You. So, yeah, you know me. Uh, I'll get on thinking top of, of it. Some things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's start thinking of some things that we can do for our Chicago public school teachers. For sure. Yes. Y'all have a good night. Bye, y'all. Bye.